Welcome back for another episode of Divinal Intervention, the podcast. Now, when we were last together, we uh, issued our penultimate episode on the history of ska music, uh, covering the UK revival of ska, and uh, rest assured that the third part of that uh, three-part series will be coming up in a few weeks. But in the meantime, in between time, our show must go on. Uh, one of the kinds of episodes I think we're going to periodically feature is one where we uh, discuss underappreciated artists or artists who I, I don't know that received the due uh, that they appropriately should have given their output and the quality of the work that they do. So today we're going to have one of those episodes. We're going to go a little bit deeper into our stacks and feature some of what I would reasonably call unheralded artists. Now, because we've been a bit heavy in this podcast on classic rock and post-punk and, again, recently ska, it's probably fair for you to assume that female artists are unlikely to be a topic for our podcast. But you would be wrong, dear listener. So in this episode, we're going to cover five female artists that I don't believe have gotten the level of attention or acclaim that they deserve. So they're not unknown artists, but you rarely hear their work, especially on the radio. Um, even at the time that, that these albums that we're going to feature were released, and several of which came out uh, about 20 years ago. So I guess I, I suspect the main reason for their uh, lack of acclaim is that their music is very tough to categorize. They're lumped into the broad category of alt-country or Americana or just generally folk or alternative. And that leaves them off of, uh, you know, many of the, the kind of pigeonhole playlists that we have on the radio, even on, on satellite radio. And it really is kind of laziness more than anything else. Um, but that's really what this podcast is designed for, maybe to bring attention to some of the artists or some of the output of these artists uh, that you may not have had access to in, in other ways. So regardless, uh, I believe that the, the artists we're going to feature today have been kind of unfairly overlooked, and I wanted to feature them in an episode. So this is that episode. So let's get started, shall we? And, oh, before we get into this, I do want to uh, point out that, that each of these artists have great deal of, of output. Uh, several of them have, I think, upwards of 10, 12 solo albums. Um, but we're only going to feature uh, songs off a, a single album uh, just to kind of keep it manageable and to entice you to go and dig deeper and find out what other uh, albums you may have uh, encountered with these artists. So first up is Victoria Williams. Interestingly, Victoria Williams is probably best known uh, for her health struggles back in the, the mid-90s. Uh, her, her health issues really brought attention to the fact that many recording artists did not and do not have health insurance. And so uh, several of her fans and, and uh, artists who had a great deal of respect for her and who understood the challenges that she was facing financially uh, put on an album called Sweet Relief, and it was a benefit album where her, her contemporaries showed, as I said, just showed appreciation for her art, and at the same time were doing some social good. So, uh, on her 1994 album, Loose, uh, 
uh, I think she really highlights not only the, the quality of her songwriting and her unique style, but also just kind of that rural Southern sensibility that she has that, that really makes her in particular difficult to categorize or pigeonhole musically. And so she is among those that, that just gets uh, deemed alt country and, uh, and people have a difficult time getting beyond that. So this first song we're going to feature is the one that actually Pearl Jam covered on the Sweet Relief album that we talked about. And this is Crazy Mary. She lived on a curve in the road An old tar paper shack the South side of the town On the wrong side of the tracks Sometimes on the way into town We say, Mama, can't we stop and give a ride? Sometimes we did But she shook her head and her hands flew from her side So Victoria Williams' album Loose contains a really, really broad variety of styles, uh, a lot of different subject matter. And so uh, I wanted to feature this one here because it actually incorporates the Tower of Power horns. No kidding. So here's Tower of Power helping out Victoria Williams on You Are Loved. Everything is fine 
And I'm, I'm going to have to be honest with you here, uh, dear listener. One of the reasons I wanted to put that song on as well is the appearance of the Hammond B3 organ, uh, of which I am a huge fan. And so anytime it gets uh, put into a, uh, a work that otherwise probably uh, would not have featured a Hammond B3, uh, I love to put it out there. So uh, Victoria Williams with You Are Loved off of her Loose album. So check that one out. And uh, I think you will not be disappointed if you dig a little deeper into Victoria Williams. So around the same time that she put out Loose, uh, Kristen Hirsch broke away from Throwing Muses, uh, a band you may have uh, heard of if you were into alternative or college rock in the, in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and so Hirsch broke off and, and released a solo record called Hips and Makers. And the opening track uh, finds her with uh, an assist by Michael Stipe on a song called Your Ghost. If I walk down this hallway tonight, it's too quiet. So I head through the dark and call you on the phone. Push your old numbers and let your house ring till I wake your ghost. Let him walk down your hallway It's not this quiet Slide down your receiver Sprint across the wire Follow my number Slide into my hand It's the blaze across my nightgown It's the phone's ring Driving circles around me I think last night You were driving circles around me I think last night You were driving circles around me I can't coffee till I put you in my closet let him shoot me down let him call me off I take it from his whisper you're not that tough now the second song I wanted to feature off this uh, hips and makers album is a song called teeth but before we drop the needle on that one, I do want to uh, warn you that there's just a little bit of sharp language in this one. Uh, I likely, uh, as you probably heard in previous episodes, I, I sometimes will uh, try to edit some of these out. I'm not going to do that in this one, only because uh, it's difficult to break that out of there. And I just wanted to uh, play the song as written. But I did want to let you know that there is uh, there is one word in there that's a little more blunt than the others. So here is Teeth by Christian Hirsch. Teeth 
nothing ever spoiled on me. You brought this. You dipshit. Nothing ever spoiled on me. So tall, it's like I climb a waterfall. All right, moving on to my next difficult to classify artist. Uh, by now, uh, Nico Case has probably become reasonably well-known. Uh, certainly she's popular enough, uh, at least in the South, to have recorded an Austin City Limits uh, concert or performance. Uh, so she is not completely unknown, and, and uh, she is a prolific artist. So uh, I did want to feature one of uh, her albums, because again, I don't know that she's gotten the level of acclaim that she deserves, uh, one of my favorite voices, uh, she's just got a really clear, strong voice that just jumps out of the speakers, um, but it's also very expressive at times. You know, when, when the song calls for it, she's, she's quite good with that. And I think a big part of it is not only her voice, obviously, but uh, it's just so well recorded. I, th I think that the production and, and the engineering on her albums is, is quite good, especially uh, in her middle period where she started to really understand or her producers really started to understand how best to feature this tremendous voice that she had and, and to bring it really forward in the mix. Um, so several years into her solo career, uh, Case released this one. It's called Fox Confessor Brings the Flood. Uh, it's a very Im impressive, really interesting album. Uh, and it, as you'll hear, it probably comes as no surprise that, that folks have a really hard time fitting her into a particular category. So she always gets the alternative or, again, alt-country label, uh, like most of the artists that we're featuring today. So uh, the Fox Confessor album kicks off with this song, which is kind of a slice of life and uh, one that, that uh, digs a little bit deep. So this is Margaret versus Pauline. So easy for Pauline. Everything so easy for Pauline. Ancient strings that feel like speed to her, such mild grace, no monument of tacky gold. They smoothed her hair, 
the cinnamon way And they placed an ingot in her breast to burn cool and collect it So easy for Pauline time just picking uh, a couple of songs off this album. I, I really encourage you to uh, download this one or to, to uh, check it out if you see it in a store, uh, buy it and listen to it end to end. It's, it, it's a very impressive uh, album in my view and uh, like I said I have a very difficult time just uh, picking out a couple of songs but this one's a little bit more upbeat, a um, little more energy on this one and this is called Hold On, Hold On. Ceiling half the time, hanging round the ceiling half the time.
So again, with uh, with all the artists that we're featuring in this uh, episode, I, I think that if, if you're at all intrigued by what you're hearing, uh, you would definitely benefit by digging deeper into not only the, the albums that we're featuring here, but into the, the relatively deep catalogs of, the, of these female artists. Uh, again, unfortunately, time considerations allow really just kind of a surface discussion. And, and again, we're featuring songs only from a single album from artists who have several releases, uh, many of which are just as good, if not better than the ones that we're featuring. But these were ones that I felt like ca- characterized or best presented these artists for you to get a good idea of what what you might be hearing uh, should you dig into their catalogs. So again, I, I very much encourage you to to check these out if you're if you're interested or if if this has kind of sparked a little something in uh, your listening, which again is is one of the big reasons that we're trying to do this podcast, uh, not only to celebrate music. Uh, not only to uh, feature particular uh, artists or different kinds of music, but to do what people have done for me throughout my life, which is to expose uh, you to uh, things you may have not have uh, had an opportunity to hear before, or at least hear in depth, uh, and to make connections, kind of that spider web of artists and music styles that allows you to learn new things, hear new things, and have more appreciation for different kinds of music. So that's that's a big part of what we're trying to do here. And, and I hope we are doing that for you. So next we're going we're gonna to cover an artist that made a really big splash with her, I guess it's a comeback album of sorts. Uh, but then she really receded right back into relative obscurity after that. So even though she became much more prolific, she released a lot more albums, none of which got the attention that her comeback album did. So I, I'm talking about Lucinda Williams, uh, who was a very well-respected songwriter in country circles, but uh, rarely released albums. So when she released in 1998, she released Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, and it was a sensation. Uh, It was hard to escape uh, discussion about it, reviews of it, uh, and of course she actually uh, received a Grammy Award uh, for that. So it was a very highly reviewed, uh, well-received album. And so... Uh, it put Lucinda Williams, if not on the map, back on the map. So the strange part is that in subsequent years, she continued to release albums at a pace that was uh, faster than she had back when people were begging her to release new albums, uh, but to little or no fanfare. And so I'm actually going to feature today uh, her very first album post Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, and that's her 2000 album called Essence. And, and this is one that stands out to me as, as one that's really understated uh, as to her style and, and to the subject matter that she covers. And it's quite possible that, that this introspective album is, is why people who were excited about her comeback uh, maybe weren't as excited. I'm not quite sure why, though. These are tremendous songs. Uh, well-written, well-recorded, and so let's just get into it. So from that album, from the Essence album, Lucinda Williams with Lonely Girls. Lonely 
One of the reasons I suspect that, that Lucinda Williams has not consistently been been featured uh, either on country in country circles or on maybe alternative radio is that uh, let's be honest I mean she has some really gritty gritty subject matter uh, and by gritty I mean gritty <laughs> um, you know the album that that follows Essence is one called World Without Tears. And it is a listen uh, that is quite difficult at times. And so, you know, I think she challenges her audience. I think she puts out there things that maybe a lot of artists uh, are not uh, really comfortable putting out. But I think that's what makes her a very, very interesting artist and, and one that I really wanted to bring to your attention or bring to your attention the fact that uh, after Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, she continued to record and record some really quality stuff. So uh, definitely look into it. So uh, one last one from Lucinda Williams off the Essence album released in 2000. Uh, this is a song called Blue. Blue.
As you can see, it's really not the uh, pickup truck, cutoff, jean short, red solo cup style of country music. Uh, but uh, to my ears, this is really quintessentially country in, in kind of the historical sense as I hear it. Um, I've got my issues with country music, especially contemporary country. And, uh, and I think it's because there, there is not, generally speaking, a, a broad broad subject matter covered in, in country music these days, but I think that there, there have been times where it has been very deep, uh, very heartfelt kinds of music, and, and I think Lucinda Williams fits right into that. Um, but it certainly does not sell records, let's be honest. So, moving on. All right, now this is probably the best known of our quote-unquote overlooked artists today, and that is Susan Tedeschi. But she's primarily known for her participation in the Tedeschi Trucks Band with her husband, Derek Trucks, of course. Um, but hey, at least she gets top billing in that band. I did want to introduce you, if you're not familiar, to some of her solo work, though, because I find that it is also uh, very much worth a listen. And the featured album today from Susan Tedeschi is Wait For Me. And uh, we will kick it off. The first song from Susan Tedeschi we're going to feature is Wrapped in the Arms of Another. I'm lost looking in the haze I can't make it past this stage While you're wrapped in the arms of another Another who tears me up inside And I know in my heart That you've been meant for me And if we're meant to be Then it will be So beautiful and free Oh, I can't all be I guess it's cause you're still wrapped In the arms of another
among the reasons that I wanted to uh, feature these artists today is, is not only for their uh, performances, their recordings, but also uh, their abilities as songwriters. And so I have tried to avoid, at least on this podcast, to cover uh, or to, to feature any of their cover songs, although several of them have very, very good and very tastefully done covers. But that avoidance of covers is going to stop right now. Uh, and the only reason I do this is because I'm a huge fan of Susan Tedeschi's cover of Bob Dylan's Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. And so from her Wait For Me album, here is Dylan's Don't Think Twice, It's All Right, which I must point out has some really good work on the Hammond B3 organ. So enjoy it. Ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe If you don't know by now Oh, now it ain't no use to sit and wonder why It'll never do somehow Oh, when your rooster crows at the break of dawn Look out your window and oh, I'll be gone Oh, you're the reason I'm traveling on Don't think twice, it's alright There ain't no use in turn And there it is. So today we have turned the spotlight onto some of what I would call underappreciated artists uh, who happen to be female artists, at least in this episode. Uh, and again, this I think is going to be a feature. I think sometimes we'll do an episode with maybe one or two artists, whether that's a band or a solo artist, or we may do them in groups uh, like we did today. 
Uh, I just hope you enjoyed it. I hope that uh, if you've heard something that uh, intrigues you, you, you dig into the stacks and, and find more out about the artist and about these recordings. And as noted several times, and you're probably sick of me saying it, we have the final episode, part three of our ska feature. Uh, this one, a.k.a. Skankin' in the USA, will be next. And that'll just be dropped in a couple of weeks, so look forward for that. And I am certainly looking forward to that one because, uh, again, ska music, one of my, one of my favorites uh, to feature. And I'm excited about uh, talking about some of the American artists who brought back ska in the uh, late 80s, early 90s for what is considered third wave ska by most. Uh, so look for that. But ciao for now. This has been Divinal Intervention, the podcast. Have a great week. <laughs>